Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. For what? Yes. This morning I'm supposed to talk about zeal. Well, you just had a demonstration of what zeal is right there giving herself wholeheartedly to the God of her being. So here we are, our fourth week in our adventuring faith, Power Up. And this is a wonderful time of transformation, a wonderful time to really listen to that evolutionary impulse in us that's calling us to be more, to expand and accelerate and quicken this awakening, just like the universe is expanding and quickening and accelerating in its own growth. We're being called to be more. And I want to begin with an intention this morning, because there is a lot of power in this very room. And I'm going to turn on this light as a symbol of the light that you are. But as I turn this light on, I would want you to consciously go to your heart, breathe into your heart, and be willing to turn on the light and say your sacred yes. And your sacred yes is a yes to life, a yes to the divine force, a yes to the light that you are, that you are whole and complete. So as I am turning this light on, Say your yes in your heart. You might even put your right hand on top of your heart. Feel that beating heart, life beating through you. The divine intelligence that created the entire universe is right now saying, I am one with you. Stop playing it small. Do not give your fear to anything in the world of time and space. Take back your power. You are the divine. You are divine essence, formless. Consciousness itself appearing uniquely as you. So if this morning you are going through a health challenge a financial challenge, a relationship challenge, whatever it is, give it to the light in your heart. Joyfully breathe life into it. We're calling forth the Holy Spirit as the very activity of God in us for a quickening. We're lifting our vibration Aligning our frequency with the highest frequency of the universe this morning. And feel the joy of spirit. Open your heart to that joy. The joy that is your birthright, that is at the very essence of who you are, because we are one with our creator, and that is the truth. Now stretch your arms and say, 
yes to life, yes, yes, yes to the quickening, yes to be whole and complete, and breathe in this moment in the awareness that right here, right now, all is well. So relax the mind into its very center. Can we do that? And I'm going to take a moment in the silence, just a moment in the silence, and invite you also to hold that silence with your eyes open, because we can do this any time of the day. We can do this wherever we are, wherever fear comes up or we feel out of alignment, a breath, and just come to the center. Just drop our attention inwardly as we gain stability in who we are. We're not the crazy monkeys right here. Don't give your power to these monkeys. Breathe and relax. Bring the mind to its original form, the mind of God. Ah, does that feel good or what? Ah, you can relax. You feel lighter, right? We can do this over and over again during the day because it's an ongoing process. We can very easily fall into the old consciousness. So the quickening is on a daily basis. Now, last week, Chris challenged you to imagine the life that you want to live and to take one authentic action towards that life. Did you do that? Okay, I would like to hear from one of you, a couple of you, what authentic action did you take this week towards the life that you want to live? Okay, who's going to share? Okay, nobody took any authentic action here? Okay, here we go. And give us your name, please. Good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Raisa, and uh, I unfortunately wasn't at service last weekend. I couldn't find parking because of the whole bike marathon thing or triathlon thing. But um, I did take some authentic action. I broke up with my boyfriend on Tuesday, and I still love him, and he loves me. But it was more of I'm, he's still in college, and I'm not. And I was telling him, I, I don't want to be a priority. I want you to prioritize your life and put God first and... It was difficult, but um, it, when you love someone, you kind of have to have that faith that everything's going to be fine. And, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, I know in my heart that it was the right thing to do. So, thank you. Okay. Let's just take a moment to acknowledge that the love that you desire, you already have in your heart. And the right and perfect partners will, will always appear in the right and perfect time. Right? So, if anyone this morning would like to have a partner maybe a relationship a loving relationship know that first tap into the love in your heart because you are love itself and God is love and we find that love in our hearts okay one more person that took some authentic action back there okay One authentic action you want to share. 
Hi, good morning. My name is Brigitte Andrade, and my authentic action that I took this week is that I represent uh, an artist by the name of Perry Milo, who created the official Pope portrait for the World Family of Meetings that's taking place in Philadelphia right now. And I've been very instrumental in him helping to sell this painting, which goes to all of the Pope's charities. My authentic action is that I made this happen. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yes, indeed, we have the power to make things happen and to direct our consciousness towards that that we desire to the highest vision and not to our fears and worries. That's about taking back our power. And it really begins with the first power that we activated on week one, which is faith. And faith is not a one-time thing. Faith is a an everyday awakening to this faith, because faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So faith opens ourselves, our consciousness, to the one single eye of spirit so that we can see the invisible, that we know that we can tap into invisible energy, that we live and move and have our being in an ocean of bliss. This is the quantum mind where we know that there is no separate life, that we are all one. It is just an illusion that there is separation because we get so easily fooled by our senses that tell us that this is solid when in reality 99% of what we see is empty space. So we cloak ourselves every morning with this power of faith, and we align our power of faith with vision, which is the power of imagination. The highest power of imagination is not my will, but thy will be done, so that we can catch the divine vision for our lives. So will is kind of the CEO, so we want to actually give our will to the will of God and allow the will of God to show us the highest vision for our lives. And then through the power of faith and love, love is going to be activated next week, but let's begin already to open our hearts to this power of love so that we can tap into this love. So through love, imagination, and faith, we begin to shape invisible substance. And that's how the wave becomes the particle and we begin to shape our dreams into reality. And that's an ongoing process. So the first practice is during the day, if you catch yourself in fear, in worry, bringing forth the same recycled thoughts, you stop and you breathe and go, no, no, no. I'm bringing back my power. I have absolute faith as in God as my only reality, that I live and move and have my being in God and God in me, and I move towards my vision. Even if the whole world is seeing something else, you trust your heart. You trust your intuition, because as Thoreau says, you are listening to a different drum, and it's okay because there's infinite possibilities always available to us. So when we tap into our inner powers... And these are energy centers that exist already in us. And through the power of understanding, we free our mind, and we free our mind from the BS, our belief system. 
You know, you free the mind always, 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 so that you can really inquire into our thinking and free ourselves. So today, we're ready to call forth and empower ourselves with the power of zeal. So we're ready to zeal up and light up the power. I am ready to be zealed up. And what is zeal? Zeal is that inward fire. The inward fire that calls us to be more. It's that evolutionary impulse that's continually pushing us to be more, expand, expand. Because in life, you cannot stay still because water that doesn't move gets stagnant. Life is movement, like a river always moving towards its ocean. So we're being called to be more, up the spiral of evolution, Always up, 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 up and above, just like the universe. We're continually expanding, and we expand with this fire, which is the enthusiasm for life, the, the passion, that inspiration, which Marielle sang this morning. Inspiration in spirit, coming forth from the spirit. And the interesting, is, the interesting thing is all these energy centers are located in our bodies, Zeal is located right here in the back of the neck. And power, which is the only other power that we're activating this morning, is right here. So when we come from that power of zeal, that fire, we ignite our words with fire. And words have energy. You are declaring intentions to the universe. So we fire it up. I'm here to hear. That is seal. And it's also devotion, wholehearted attention, like laser attention, that we put our fire into that. So take a moment, breathe, and say, I am ready to call forth this power. I am calling forth the power of zeal, enthusiasm, life, quickening, and it's always in the present moment. Children, are filled with enthusiasm. And Jesus said you have to be like a child in order to enter the kingdom of God because children live with curiosity, with awe, with excitement. They're inspired. It is the adult that is really listening to the monkeys in the head that can go on and go and walk and walk and walk and not realize the magnificence of life that is always available. You know, the other day, I was walking my dog, and I said, you know what? I'm going to have a conscious, mindful walk. I'm not going to be here. Every step I take, I'm going to notice things around. And you know what I noticed? I walk every day through the same place, and there is this rose bush that I absolutely love. And I'm walking my dog, and because I'm present and mindful, I noticed that the beautiful rose bush that I look at and have been looking out for years was gone. And instead, there was another plant. Somebody took that rose bush out and planted something else. Now, I know that that hadn't happened just the day before. I had walked through there a couple of times before. That means that I wasn't paying attention. I don't know when the rose bush was taken away. And that's the same thing. We can drive through the same place every day and not notice a building coming up. So it's about paying attention to life. And when we pay attention to life, life is always teaching us, guiding us. 
and we realize that life is for us, not against us, because it is a benevolent universe that loves us. And so we become fascinated, fascinated with the magnificence of God in every situation when we get out of the head, into the heart, open to life, in the present moment, fired up in joy because we are living our dreams. Even if what you want to see in the outer world hasn't come to manifestation yet, we begin to act as if we come from already from that desire of the Father, coming from that energy as if it already is. And then the universe responds, how could it not? You know, Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of the unity movement, said in his 90s, he said this affirmation, I fairly zizzle with zeal and enthusiasm and spring forth with a mighty faith to do the things that ought to be done by me. Can you imagine at 90-something years old waking up in the morning and sizzling with that type of energy and springing forth to do what, is, what ought to be done by him? I was hearing NPR the other day, and they were interviewing an athlete that is in the senior athletes, whatever, who's won all kinds of awards. He started competing when he was in his 70s, and he just won, I don't know, all these national awards. He is 100 years old now, and he's still competing. So if you think age is in the way, I invite you to rethink that. There is nothing that can stop you from living your dreams other than the crazy mind. Get out of it. Get out of the conditioning of the known and step into the known, into the unknown, with zeal, with enthusiasm, with wholehearted devotion. And so that vision, that dream that you have for your life that Chris asked you to come forth last week. And even if you weren't here last week, close your eyes for a moment and see yourself in your perfect life, living the life of your dreams. Feel it as if it already is. Bring your senses into it. Bring the fire of the heart into it. We're calling for zeal. This is your perfect day you're living your perfect life, all is well. The person you love the most is with you. Hug that person and tell them, I am so grateful. I am so grateful that I am living my best life and I am making the difference. Now breathe into your heart and activate this a hundred times more. Call forth the power of zeal that fire in your belly, that fire of truth, and activate this a thousand times more, a million times more. Now put your dream into a light, a beautiful light, like a balloon, and send it out to the universe and, know, and say, it is done, this or something better. Let's say this out loud. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. Thank you, God. Feels good. Now start living from this energy, from the energy of this. It already happened because it already exists in the mind of God. 
The whole universe is happening right here and right now. Now, energy is neutral. It's not good or bad. And the same power of zeal can be used by the egoic mind. So it takes a lot of humility to really continually to give ourselves over and over to God. Because right now, you want to see an example of, of zeal? Just turn on the television. I mean, in zeal used by the ego, used by the ego, it can turn out to be the extreme polarizations. And we're seeing that in religion. We are seeing that in politics. And the very essence of what we are, the light, the formless, does not judge, does not condemn. It is, it is a space that welcomes all. So whatever it is, when we use zeal, let it come from that space, that we can always keep an open mind and an open heart, because until we're able to listen to each other and truly listen and communicate, we're not going to have peace in the world, because if we want to have peace, we must be that peace. So one example of a very serious character in the Bible is the Apostle Paul. Prior to his conversion on his way to Damascus, he was ruthless and dangerous in his persecution of Christians. And then once he had his conversion, you know, he realized, you know, how he was using this power in the wrong way. So any time that you think that your way is the only way, stop and breathe and go, no, let me rethink this. Let me be open. Let me keep an open mind so that I can use this power for, to be a beneficial presence in the world. So now, let's look at this power of power. Power. Yes, the power of power. The word can be magical, alluring, you know? And throughout the ages, you know, we have really sought, as human beings, we have sought this power so much in the outer. The power of, you know, in politics, the power of ruling over something, the power that we think we're going to control something, and we seek it and seek it, but it doesn't really ultimately make us happy because we seek power outside ourselves thinking that it's going to give us something in return when the true power comes from our own source right here in the awareness that the greatest power is to know our oneness with God, to know that everything we need we can tap into in our very own hearts. It's living from the formless rather than the form. Knowing that I am cared for no matter what. And sometimes we're afraid of this power, so we give our power over to something or someone, and we think that if I'm really shy away, oh, I'm being so good because I'm not going to give my power. No, that's another strategy of the mind. Power is being in a very center of our being. Or we create these superheroes out here to think that they're going to save us somewhere because we're not willing to take responsibility for our lives. Or we play it small. Oh, I'm just nobody. Oh, I don't have enough education. Oh, it's too late for me. And on and on and on. 
So find that place in you where you can be comfortable with your God-given powers. Marion Williams Williams says this quote that I love. Your playing it small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine. Turn to the person next to you and say, you are meant to shine. You are meant to shine. So shine your light. Shine your light no matter what. And take a moment right now to really be very honest with yourself and ask yourself in your heart, fill out the blanks. I am not in my power when... What are some of the places that you give your power to? I am not in my power when. And this is homework. This is homework for you to really journal on this and get truthful. I am not in my power when. And then say, I am in my power when, and complete that. And notice the difference. See, any time that I'm trying to fix something out here or controlling you or judging you, I am not in my power because there's nobody home to take care of me. And if I am judging and condemning you, I am ultimately judging and condemning myself. And if you think that I, somebody else has to fix you, you're not in your power. Or any situation has to change, you're not in your power. You're being a victim, and it's okay. We all fall into that. Take back your power, because wherever we focus our attention on, that expands. So in this very moment, we said we were quickening this morning these faculties. Take back your power, your God-given power. I know that as a child, I feared power. Why did I fear power? Because I wasn't given any power. I couldn't speak my truth. I couldn't speak in front of adults. I couldn't be myself. So growing up, I didn't know what to do with this power. It has taken a lot of work to really come to my God-given power. So many of you probably can relate. So take back your power. Or you felt you weren't enough or not good enough. So, breathe into your heart. And I'm going to ask you, are you willing to take responsibility for these powers? Because really, awakening is the easy part. It is about the emotion and the spiritual maturity, and that's on a daily basis. And every religion teaches this in some form or shape. I'm going to read from Divine Audacity, the, the book by Reverend Linda Martella Whitsett about self-mastery, because we're all being called to self-mastery. Self-mastery is the key to power, and it's in every religion. In Judaism, we find this quote, who is strong? He who controls his passions. In Islam, the Hadith of Bukhara says, the strong man is not the good wrestler. The strong man is only he who controls himself when he is angry. From the Tao Te Ching, it says, he who conquers others has physical strength. He who conquers himself is strong. In Buddhism, the one should conquer a million men on the battlefield, yet he indeed is the noblest victor who has conquered himself. And from Sikhism, With the conquest of my mind, I have conquered the whole world. Whoa. 
The Bhagavad Gita in Hinduism says, that man is disciplined and happy who can prevail over the turmoil that springs from desire and anger here on earth. And in Christianity, in 2 Timothy 1, it says, For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. This is what we're being called to, self-mastery. And self-mastery is our capacity to guide our thoughts, our words, our actions. For many, many years, I have had this practice from the moment I wake up that I say, thank you, God, for this day. Guide me. Use me. Think through me. Breathe through me. Feel through me. Act through me. For I am your hands. I am your voice. I am your feet. And it is not with God out there. I know that it is the little self surrendering to the higher self, to the very God of my being. And I do this on a daily basis because I am telling you that conditioning is very strong. The mind gets in the way. The ego gets in the way. In a daily basis, I have to put on the cloak of faith and step into my God-given powers and stand strong in God and trust that all is well, even if it doesn't seem that all is well, even if things are not going according to the way that I think that things ought to be. That is freedom, when we're willing to give our lives to God completely, but not a God out there, but the very God of our being, and bring our consciousness, bring our attention to the infinite energy that we are. Live as energy. That's how we begin to create new grooves in the brain and get out of the recycled thoughts that we come forth over and over. And feel the joy of spirit always, always, always lifting us up because we're here to be masters. And let's affirm, I am master of my thoughts, words, and actions. Let's affirm that together. I am master of my thoughts, words, and action. And then once I am a master of my thoughts, words, and actions, then I can make a difference in the world because we're all being called to make a difference in the world so we want to be a presence for the highest vibration that there possibly can be. So let's affirm, I am a presence in whose presence other people awake to their divine identity. So this morning, let us put on the cloak of light, of power. This light that's here in your heart. See your whole body vibrating because we have called forth already six of these powers. And see yourself as essence, a divine light all around you. And that your very presence is healing and transformative. Feel the power of spirit guiding you every moment wherever you are and know that you are making a difference no matter what. And love yourself and accept yourself completely. Let God be God in you this morning and always. Thank you, Elizabeth. And now we have an opportunity for you to express your seal. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay, a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste.